0: Let's take our Bibles this afternoon, turn to First Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I want to look at the closing verse of this chapter of Scripture. What many have called the resurrection chapter. Because if you study down through, speaking of the resurrection, it starts off with the explanation of what the gospel is in the first few verses. That's what he's received, starting in verse number 3. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. And I was reading down through here that... uh, throughout this week in my personal study, and I got to verse number 12. That's what started leading me some to verse number 58 that we'll get to in just a moment. But I thought about the confidence that we ought to have in the preaching of the Word of God because he says in verse number 12, "...now if Christ be preached that He rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection from the dead?" And I thought, you know what a statement that is, that if it's preached, why are you saying differently? (laughs) Because our preaching ought to be the Word of God and ought to be straight from the Word of God. We get over and, of course, we see the great truths of the resurrection and this mortal putting on immortality and this corruptible putting on incorruption. How many are getting tired of the corruptible body that you're in? And we're so looking forward to the incorruptible. And yes, we are going to reach immortality. And in fact, it's not with this body, but right now I'm immortal because I have eternal life. And I'm thankful for that. I'm living in eternity now. At some point, this body is going to fall off to the side. My soul is going to be forever with the Lord. And my faith will become sight and I'm so looking forward to that, being able to see our Savior face to face. At the end of this entire chapter of Scripture on the proof of the resurrection that Jesus died and because He rose from the dead, we have the assurance and the hope of the resurrection. We come to verse number 58, therefore... Because all these things before us are true, because there is a resurrection, because there is assurance of the Lord Jesus Christ, because there is the satisfaction that Christ gives to us in that fulfillment, because we know that death has no sting and the grave has no victory, because we know that, therefore... My beloved brethren, and may I remind us in that simple statement that it is only those of us that are the children of God, the beloved brethren, that have that assurance and can hold on to this therefore in the scriptures. Therefore, my beloved brethren, because we're saved, because all these previous things are true in the Scriptures, and I believe every one of them. Because of all that, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord." I want to encourage us on this subject matter and a very simple thought this afternoon. We've come through a lot of things this past summer, a lot of outreaches, a lot of reaching people and people coming in, being able to share the gospel. And some may say something like this, well, boy, I'm just tired after this summer. I'm not. I'm actually very rejuvenated right now and thankful for everything that God has allowed us to do. And I want to encourage us on this subject matter of it is all worth it. It is all worth it. And you say, well, why would you say that? Because there's sometimes the devil may crawl up on your shoulder and say, you know something? You're putting in hours of laboring and working for the Lord. And for what cause? And for what thanks? First of all, I want to encourage us in our faithfulness and steadfastness for the Lord. Or if I can put it this way, it's not time to quit. Be ye steadfast, unmovable. Listen, that means when others come up to you and say, you don't have to work for the Lord that much, or maybe you can just calm down a little bit. Unmovable. Can I say this? I'm not doing it for everybody else anyway. I'm doing it for the Lord. He says that towards the end of it. We'll get there in just a second. But there's so many times, and let me encourage us on this subject matter. There's some that have the opinion that we ought to just abide in the Lord. And we are to do that. John chapter 15 says that we are to abide in him as he abides in us. And we have some, and there's some in Christianity, listen, that they'll spend their time and they say, well, I'm just going to abide in Christ and I'm thankful we ought to abide in Christ. Every day of your life, you ought to have time that you're abiding in him, that you're digging into the word of God, that you are studying the word of God, that you are learning the word of God. But can I say, he didn't just tell us to abide in him. But he said here in verse number 58, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And we're supposed to be doing both of them. And I know that there's there's balance on either side of it. I've walked into some churches as we traveled for that 15 years as prison missionaries that you walk into some churches and they're abiding and boy they're digging into the word of God and rightfully so but they're not going out and doing one thing with it everything in their spiritual life is pretty much a reservoir that everything is coming in but nothing's going out but then we walked into some churches, and listen, instead of having the depth of Christianity, they were as shallow as could be. Now, I'm thankful for their zeal. They knew that Jesus loved them, and Jesus loves everybody else, and let's just go tell everybody. But you start talking to them about the Bible, and they're like, well, I never saw that. I never saw that. I never saw that. They're abiding. I mean, they're abounding, and they're doing every good work but their depth of the scripture is about that deep. And I'm saying, listen, the Bible says we ought to abide and abound. And so we see here, and I believe that we have a tremendous statement that is dealing with both of these in the scripture on our encouragement to remain faithful and not getting sidetracked, not backing down, not stepping away at all, saying, listen, be unmovable, steadfast, and always abounding. Listen, stay after it. We honestly believe, and I believe from the scriptures, that the Lord Jesus Christ will be coming back. You say, when's it going to be? Jesus said in Acts 1, we read it this morning, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons. We know that even Jesus said, no man knoweth the day or the hour except the Father in heaven. We ought not to be ignorant of what's going on around us, but can I say this? I want to work till Jesus comes. And I want to be found faithful. Listen, I don't want to be sitting around twiddling my thumbs. I want to be steadfast. And listen, I don't want to get to the point that we're saying, hey, we just need to slow down what's taking place. Now, I believe we've got a great balance around Granite State Baptist. I, I really believe we do. I believe we've got Christians that are digging into the word of God and they're studying, they're laboring. I believe that's done from the pulpit. I believe it's done in our classes. I believe that's great. But I got thinking this week as I was thinking about this passage of Scripture, and I started going over our church and looking at the number of people that in one way or another are actually ministering and doing something for the Lord through the ministry of this church. It was prayed, I believe, last night as we had our prayer meeting here at the church, it was prayed and said, thank you for the number of people in the church that have a desire and a heart to serve the Lord. And can I say this? Don't move off that. Don't move off that. I'm reminded of what the Apostle Paul said, and I made mention of this two weeks ago in our Thursday service dealing with Philemon and Onesimus and the Apostle Paul, that Paul had written the statement, and I will very gladly spend and be spent for you, though the more abundantly I love you, the less I be loved. You say, Pastor, I tried that serving, and I tried that getting involved, listen, and people just didn't appreciate it. Listen, we're not doing it for people anyway. We're doing it for the Lord, and he's the reason, and he's the purpose that, listen, you ought to be steadfast, unmovable, that this is what God has given me to do, and I'm going to stay faithful with it. Steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. Let me ask you something. Do you feel, and you have to answer this question in your heart, I can't determine this for you. Do you feel that you are, or no, not just feel, know that you are abounding in the work of the Lord? Or maybe you're just skating by. Maybe if, if God's given us a ministry that we're putting our entire hearts into it and we are abounding, you say, well, you're just looking at works-based and that's all superficial. You haven't heard a word I've said. You're part of that crowd in in Thessalonians that said, be not ignorant brethren. Well, you're just all superficial. It's all about the works. No. Get something inside of you that God has put there and abound in the work of God. Listen, serving the Lord is the greatest joy of my life. Well, you're a pastor. You're supposed to feel that way. Hey, How many could stand up and give testimony that your ministry for the Lord and you're not a full-time pastor, but your ministry for the Lord is the greatest joy of your life. Teaching a Sunday school class, helping out with patch club, helping out in junior church. Hey, listen, there's some that walk around sweeping a floor and they're singing praises to the Lord for being able to do it. Cutting grass. Told Kelly yesterday, she said, I just love getting on a lawn mower. I said, we got two mowers at the church. I said, anytime you want to jump on one. I thought, you know, there's laboring for the Lord. And I, I say, let's get the joy of the Lord in our hearts and be steadfast. Don't get moved off that. Don't allow someone to be able to come in and discourage you. By what's being said or what's being looked at or what's being done, steadfast, unmovable. Listen, you're not going to move me off this abounding in the work of the Lord. I know we need to abide and I want to abound, and here's why. For as much as ye know, your labor's not in vain. Now, that little prepositional phrase at the end of it in the lord how many have ever done some labor you you thought and I'll even say this not all labor around the church is actually in the lord but boy there's such a satisfaction and a joy in the heart when you know that you're laboring and your labor's not in vain because you're doing it in the lord it doesn't matter what else is going on i'm doing it for god it is all worth it i thought about the hours that were put into, and I could have said more about it last Sunday, but I figured I'd give you a week's worth of rest, and then I'll come back and make mention of it. All the hours that were put into preparation for whether it be VBS or picking up kids or knocking on doors or whatever it may be, standing there getting as frustrated, because listen, you know how many adults were in the back room, and I don't think anybody got a picture of this, How many adults were in the back room taking a little piece of string and trying to get about 1,800 knots out of it for them to be able to do their little project and craft in the back? They had that cross, what is it, the first night or second night or something, and they were back there, and all this string just came out of the package bunched up. I'm just sitting there trying to pull that string apart, trying to get that knot out of it. And I'm thinking, Lord, got to help us with this and get that all done. But I thought this. I said, boy, what a joy. I said, the joy that were on their hearts, I said, it took a little while. And, you know, I just went and had an eye test, and they're telling me I'm getting to that point that I I might want some of those to be able to put on to be able to read a little bit. They're, They're... Listen, they're giving those things out younger and younger today, okay? And I got looking at that, and then I'm thinking I'm trying to look at that knot, and I'm like, well, that, that would be a good time. <laughs> and I'm, I'm saying, but I thought, you know, our labor's not in vain. You pour into some people, and you say, well, what good does it do? You say, well, there's no thank you for it. They haven't turned their life around. Boy, I heard a testimony lately. I won't give names or situations. I heard a testimony lately of over 20 years ago. Boy, how God worked in someone's life. And they weren't in a good place back then. But boy, I was able to get on the phone the next morning and say, hey, I just wanted to let you know I heard this testimony. And boy, how encouraging it was. That preacher, he said these words to me. He said, Brother Peter, he said, that's the exact testimony I needed this morning. And he said this, he said, I know our labor's not in vain in the Lord. What has God put upon our hearts? I want to encourage you listen, it is worth it. It is worth it. You know why? Because it's not just this life that we're thinking about and concerned about right now. Everything about 1 Corinthians 15 is about there is a resurrection and there is something coming that's better than what we have right now. We have a resurrection from the dead. Jesus rose from the dead. We'll raise from the dead or we'll go in the rapture. And he's saying, listen, because of what's in focus, because of what you're thinking about, because of the difference of that, be steadfast unmovable. Listen, don't get discouraged. Don't start thinking I need to slack off. Don't start thinking, and listen, I know I'm not a slave driver. I don't beat the whip. I don't say drive, 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 drive. I'm saying if God's put something in your heart and you're ministering for the Lord, listen, give it all you've got because it's worth it. Do you understand there's coming a day? You say, pastor, why are you so involved? There's coming a day that I don't get to stand behind this pulpit and preach. You say, is that coming soon? Hey, I hope not. I know we got heaven that's waiting for us, but I I told someone this week, I said, I'm trying to set myself up and be able to be ready to be able to go for the next 30 years. I said, I'm not looking to quit and talk myself into an early grave. I'm looking to stay faithful to the Lord. And I'm saying, Lord, would you help me to understand this to be steadfast, unmovable, but always abounding, always abounding. Because, listen, it's not in vain. Church, everything the Lord's allowed us to be able to accomplish over the past almost nine years now, listen, the work in the Lord, it's not in vain. You say, well, Pastor, what about, the, we, see, we see any results from that? It's not up to me to see the results. It's up to me to be found faithful. Always abounding. Now, I'm sure glad that God does allow us to be able to see some results now and then, aren't you? bro? I'm thankful for it but always abounding. My beloved brethren, be steadfast. Don't back off. Give it all you've got. Continue on for the Lord. It is not in vain. It is not emptiness. It is not going to amount to nothing. We know that when we work for the Lord. So listen, I want to encourage you. Some, some are un- unbalanced the other direction and say, well, I, just want, I don't want to get so results-oriented. So they don't do anything for the Lord. Hey, listen, I enjoy serving God. I enjoy serving. I enjoy being a blessing to people. I enjoy talking to people. I love what God has us doing. I'm saying, Lord, I don't want our church to back off on that. I want us to be steadfast, unmovable, and say we're going to abound in the work of the Lord because it's not in vain. It's all worth it. It is all worth it. I believe you had Brother Norm up here just a few minutes ago. You know what he was saying in a nutshell that we're just going to continue on and we're just going to keep going. You know what he was saying? It's worth it. You know what Brother and Mrs. Shepherd are doing down in Arkansas? They were on Zoom with us yesterday morning. Get on Zoom with us. Well, it's, it's wonderful they get on there. The joy on their face when the video pops up and, and, and they see everybody. What a joy. They were heading, in, heading into another church this morning. It's the joy of serving the Lord. And I thought, you know, when I get to be 85, I sure want to be in that same place saying, you know, it's worth it. And I want to encourage you, rest in the Lord, but know that it's worth it to stay faithful to Him. Pray God will give you something to do for the cause of Christ, that you'll be busy with something. You'll be serving the Lord and have the joy of the Lord doing it. Getting plugged in, being a part Listen, it might be playing a piano. Miss Mary was up here playing a piano. I'm thankful she was back up here. She missed it. Miss Mary Bailey up here playing a piano this morning. What a blessing. Thank the Lord for it. That's what God's given to them. That's the gift and the talent and ability. It's not something you don't want me over there. Your labor is not in vain. It's not in vain. Keep focused on the Lord. Keep abounding not in vain there's a better day coming we'll see him face to face can you imagine when we get to heaven we're going to get into communion here in just a moment can you imagine when we get to heaven and the lord says here's the fruit of your labor that was not in vain here it is and we're able to see all that we may not see it down here but we get to see it up there and then we just get in turn take all them rewards and we'll just cast them at the feet of jesus but we get to say you know it wasn't in vain wasn't in vain and i want god to be able to help us with that abiding abounding steadfast unmovable it's worth it it is worth it there's about a hundred other places in the bible that i'll preach that exact same message and we'll just keep going over it, that it's worth it. It's worth it. We just need to be reminded of that. Amen?